Yeah. Whoa. Hold on. Oh, uh, walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. You. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. Hey. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk. Welcome in. You're listening to another episode of the Keep the Change podcast. <laughs> you right, Mikey? Just taking a deep breath, mate. After the last one. Hey, did you know that one of these dudes got shot and killed? Wow. So these dudes are called the Migos. There's three of them. And one of them got killed uh, this week, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah, and um, I don't actually know. I shouldn't say. Sylvia Park Jewelry Store? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, over in the the States. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, very... It's just crazy, just the... Like, we think that stuff's pretty bad here, which, you know, it can be, and there's some weird shit go on, but um, rappers still get killed and stuff. It's just bizarre. And then I saw a video of them walking through the, uh, one of them, like, walking through bulletproof vests and stuff and security, and just think, man, it must be such a bizarre life. Yeah. But a lot of these people, they come from the hood, and they come from nothing, and they come from, like, the struggle, and they still, yeah, they, they yeah, I, I don't know. It's just really confusing. And, you know, I've been to America, and... It's just such a big place, and you could build a really big following, but I feel like there's a lot of hate there, and a lot of, um, you know, bad shit can happen, and a lot of stuff we probably don't even hear about, but I just hope that we don't go that way as a nation as well, where people then think it's okay just to kill someone, just to, like, shoot someone, but I'm, you know, their gun laws and stuff are completely different, but... Mm. Crazy, crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what the topic is about. The topic <laughs> is an update of Luke walking it like I talk it. I'm talking. A bit looking forward to this. I haven't really had an update. Yeah. Well, to give people context, we were talking about on the do one thing a year pod, and I said to you, I'm going to increase the uh, speaking that I do, but I'm going to stop doing it for free, and I'm going to start asking to be paid. Mm-hmm. Now, I spoke at a conference and I crushed it and, and I know it was a bit of a outlier type. I call it a performance because I just went for it and nailed it and someone said to me there, you, you know, you're five to ten grand pop. You should be, you should have an agent and interesting, I don't think I've told you this, but a long t- quite a while ago, I actually did the application form to have an agency. Mm. Never heard back. Never heard back. And I Whoa. love those. I love those because it's the same time, I, it's not the same concept as... I walked to the BMW parking uh, car lot one time, and no one came out to speak to me. And mm. I thought, hmm, I always laugh at those things. Because you went and bought a Merc then, eh? Yeah. And I know, like, who I can become. And so when I... But I do this shit too early. Like, I was walking the Beam a lot too early anyway. Yeah. But I was tasting it, and it's like, what's that guy doing out there? Chances, um, nothing. Or they might have been busy. Like, who knows? But for me, I was there for quite a while, and I thought, interesting, interesting. Same thing, apply for this. Like, they were communicating with me actively... Drop them a line, hey, um, here's the application and stuff. Never heard anything. Followed up, never heard anything. I'm like, I'll remember this. I'll remember this because this will happen. And anyway, is what they do is they basically, they host you on the website. They try and actively get you speaking engagements and they put a 10% fee on top of your fee plus a booking fee. Oh, watch out. Luke's got a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> bang, bang. Yeah, you can see it. And yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, it is what it is, but... Um, I was probably applying for that too early. They go like, does this guy think he is? But anyway, this guy said to me, bro, like, have you got an agent? And I said, no. He's like, you should have one. I'm like, eh, I'm happy to try and do my own thing if um, you know, need be and just see how this goes. But 
Anyway, I then sort of made a commitment. All right, no more, no more free speaking. And I'm gonna say when people get in touch, yeah, cool. I'm happy to come speak, and it's between five or ten grand, and I can start feeling out from there what that looks like. Anyway, then I got uh, a friend who may listen to this, and they said, "Oh, we've got, I've got a screenshot at work." So they sent me a screenshot from work, being like, "We want someone to come and talk about financial literacy and just come from a different angle. Do you know anyone?" And I said, "I'll do it." Yep. Um, I said what sort of rate and I said I'll be three grand plus GST friends and family and it's an hour on Zoom an hour to make three grand and they said yeah no worries you have a phone call so it's not really an hour because you have a phone call okay do they like you and the prep and the prep but then of course like if we dial this back well it's all of the actions that I've taken a thousand po- what is it <laughs> 780 podcasts yeah multiple Two. viewings on the news to then get to that authority to be able to charge that right. So people think, oh, you're going to get paid three grand for an hour, but not really. Like you're just, It's probably, if I then, it's probably $3 an hour. It's pretty much your working life. You've been yeah. speaking in some form. And then I get an inquiry from a bloke saying on LinkedIn, didn't even speak to this person. They said, hey, oh, no, sorry. The second one, I got a, an email from someone in Melbourne saying, we'd love you to come speak at this conference. And that one's in limbo at the moment. And then I've had one recently is last week I think maybe the week before on LinkedIn saying we want you to come speak at this conference and love your video about worrying less we'd love you to speak about that but there's also some general finance and stuff and I said yep I let me know what date it is and I can see if my calendar's free because in my mind I'm like I can do these ahead of time if they're free I mean sorry if if I'm free available Mm -hmm. and it's not getting in the way of other work that I could be doing because yep. next advisory yep. has to be my priority, but it's just going to be a revenue, another revenue line as such. And so I said, yep, and they said, let me know what your rate is because now I've got to go through the process of how do I bring up the, okay, yep, but it's this. And so they said, what do you uh, charge? And I said, I've got a day rate of $5,000 plus GST plus travel and any accommodation on top of that. They said, please, oh, that's great. Please book your calendar out. I'm like, bang. Okay, you yeah. know, I'm like five grand is probably too cheap. They're probably right. You know, they say you're between five and ten grand. Well, yeah, I started at the minimum five, yeah, and got that one across the line. So now I need to go the next one. I could probably bump it up again to see can I get that across the line. But then I've been asked to speak again, and I said yes, I'm happy to help. Those dates work again, and I said hey, I um, have a day rate of between five to ten grand, depending on what you want me to do. So is that going to be okay with you, basically? And I was sort of like, how do I word that? You know, So I'm having to feel this out and like figure this out because it feels a little bit uncomfortable because I'm transitioning into being that person. So mm. I've got to learn to see myself the way that they're seeing me rather than how I've seen myself previously just rolling up, speaking for free at events because I get enjoyment out of it. Yeah. And then um, I didn't hear from them. But then they send me an email saying, hey, we want your bio, we want a photo and stuff. I said, hey, can, I can send you all of this but you didn't respond to my last email. So I've gone into this with an attitude of if they're not going to pay it, doesn't matter. It is what it is. But I need to start being that person because it's going to come more and more and I can't have an unfair like, well, you did that one for free or I know that guy and he said that you came here and like, you know, didn't want anything and whatnot. But there will be things that I'll speak at for free depending on what they are in terms of like school and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I haven't heard anything back. So I haven't booked my calendar out and I'm not going to speak at that unless, and what I've started saying is it's unfair on the people that are paying me Mm. when you're not expecting to. And that's then how I need to protect my value by making it consistent. 
Yeah, at the moment you're going through the, like, trying to find information out of your pricing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun. Like it's It a, is fun, eh? <laughs> yeah. And it's what, um, you know, is, is exciting. And when you get, you, you, I'm learning new skills and I'm learning how to tackle these conversations and, and then I'm thinking, okay, well, I wanna, I'm going to try and make 100 grand in speaking fees in 12 months' time, so over the next 12 months. And then I'm thinking, okay, so five grand, so that's 20, and I think, like, 20 to make 100 grand. <laughs> like, people are like, oh, my God, bro, your life's easy. But then I'm like, oh, well, that's one every fortnight. And there's always the prep, there's the pre-call, there's the get there, and it's, hey, can you come speak in Nelson? Oh, we could get to go to Nelson. Yeah, but bang, there's my whole day gone. Yeah away from next advisory, like, do I miss my gym in the morning? Like, yep. who knows what that looks like? And do I stay another night and probably end up having a couple of beers to catch up with a mate in Nelson, for instance? And, like, so what sounds like it could be amazing, and I'm not saying it, it's not. I'm then like, oh, yeah, do I want to, like, there's 20 weeks of the year that I've got to jet somewhere around the country potentially mm. to go and speak. And I don't potentially, like, necessarily want to do all the Zoom ones because they don't really excite me. I like being with people. That gives me a lot of energy, so to then be telling jokes on a Zoom stream and then having no laughs coming back at you, it's a weird feeling, and it ain't much fun. No, I wouldn't <laughs> really be a fan of that. I don't even like doing mortgage meetings on Zoom. Yeah, so I probably won't be going too much down that path. But then I'm, so I'm creating a target, and I'm figuring out how am I going to get there, and we sort of spoke about this on a, on a prior pod. Um, but then the cool thing as well is I messaged my mum, and I said to her, because she used to take me to these speech competitions, and would travel me around and get me there and stuff, and... Um, like always kind of believed in me and you're getting that as you're growing up and you're not realising at the time like oh most people hate this shit but my mum and parents are encouraging me to like do more of this and so I messaged mum I said hey mum uh, I pulled off a five grand speaking event this week locked it in she's like oh my god you know, like, <laughs> you know to her she's like Five grand. <laughs> yeah. And then Taz tells her folks, oh, um, Luke's getting into a bit more speaking and he's just got a three grand to five grand and there's another Melbourne trip in the pipeline and potentially another five. And her old man's like, the fuck? The people pay five grand for him to have a yarn. Like, oh yeah, baby. <laughs> so again, you've got to, you never know how people see you. And that's yeah. the, yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah. interesting thing. And I went down Wednesday morning to grab a coffee. Um, I worked from home. Taz is under the pump a little bit. I, part of me didn't go home because I'd uh, had a big Melbourne Cup day. I didn't go to work, sorry, um, because I'd had a big Melbourne Cup day. I was like, I just worked from home. Uh, but also, I knew that Taz is under the pump a little bit, and I'm like, I might just stay here and see if I could do anything to help. So when he got a coffee, got us some lunch and stuff, and I went down there, and I got stopped twice on the way, and one was some horse racing stuff, but then the other is this dude just comes up, and he's like, mate, are you Luke? <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> sh- uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Who's asking? Is, yeah. is it Grant Robertson in the Labour Party because they heard our podcast? <laughs> is it Christopher Luxon because he hates me too? Um, and and he's like, mate, I just wanted to say I fucking love your stuff on LinkedIn. It's so good. And I just had to come and tell you, my, my name's Jeremy. I'm like, oh, mate, outstanding. Like, good on you. And you know, that, that's really cool. But it's, wow, I wonder how that dude then sees you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's such an important topic that, we can all apply because you might, you never know the value that your employer has on you, for instance. So you roll mm. into that meeting to, to hope, you're hoping for a pay rise when really they might be going, I hope this person doesn't leave. Yeah. You know, I, I hope they don't ask for too much. Yeah. Because uh, we can't quite afford it. I was just about right to now. say that about like, this is like one of the beautiful things about life and you have, everyone has like a different view and thought process of what something looks like and things and like, 
I can't talk too much from it from an employee standpoint, but in business, that's when it becomes so fun making a strategy because you've got to think about these things and try and figure them out. Mm. And the fact, the true fact is you, you don't know, you're guessing. Yep. Um, and like your example of just like basically pr- f- finding price information by going out and, and telling someone. Yeah. It's a great way to do it. It's probably the only way. Like, yeah, test and learn. Yeah, test and learn, and and um, get some rejection. Sweet. Yeah, I, I got it. I spoke to a speaker, the <clears throat> person who I'd asked for some help in the space. They said, "Look, you want to you want to make two speeches, and you want to nail those, and you want to refine them, and they need to be ninety five percent the same every time, and you want to tweak the five percent. So if that guy wants to speak about worry, that's five percent of your presentation. The ninety five is the same thing you roll out, but one's for everyday finance and one's for business finance. And so I'm like bang, there's my one gold nugget from that 40 minutes, I would go and do that. Yeah. I'm speaking Tuesday at a business conference, so I've built out some slides for that. Uh, also, I think I put this on the Instagram story, you might have seen it, I have got the power of having a vision at the start, and it's got a um, photo of Jacinda Ardern saying that one day she could be the Prime oh, Minister. Yeah. Yeah, so it's so a cool. business owner is going to be like, does anyone know who this um, <laughs> who this is on this slide? And because... The, the perception is that a lot of businesses don't vote for Labour, right? So then I'm going to say, I'll leave your hand up if you don't like it. I'm like, nah, 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 just, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but i got to use that as a bit of a wind-up. But, um, you know, I've put together two and then get better at those and then just flex them a little bit. But anyway, they said to me that they first did a presentation for uh, entity or business in, say, like 2021, I think it was, and they've come back to rebook for 2023 and they've said, okay, well, it's X amount. And they're like, what like this massive pushback of in this year you charge this and that as a percentage that's this sort of increase and you know just they just keep going and going and sounds like an accountant exactly yeah. <laughs> and they sent it to me and they said you know what uh, what do you think I should do here I said back yourself you've got you know I was coming to you asking for advice and the the same advice goes back the other way it's you you have ample opportunity to do these things if they say no sweet and I said use the line about hey that's not going to be fair on what uh, other mm. people are paying me. And I said, you don't need to write a massive novel like they did. Like they're trying to justify in their head why you're not worth that. Simply tell them that you are, and if they don't want to pay it, happy days. Yeah. But then again, I've got to live into that same sort of methodology, right? So then I have to accept that there will be people that are like, you want, sorry, how much to come and speak at this? Whoa. Yeah. Like, no way. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay as well. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I eh? man, I love like find like pricing and and things like that because all it is is information, and you and if it doesn't work, you'll quickly start getting stop getting paid, mm, you know. Exactly. And then you know, uh, that's telling that's feeding you information that the that's not fitting in the market at this level right now. Yeah. And then you've got to make changes, either increase the value that you're adding, there it is, or lower the price, yeah. to match the value that you're providing. And, and it's just so interesting, eh? I love that stuff. The top one's always the hardest, but I reckon the best. And that's where a lot of people go wrong in businesses. They go, we'll just drop our prices. We'll just do this cheaper than the competition. Nah, value. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, can, yeah. Keep doing that. Keep yeah. doing that. Yeah, okay. Good on you. Let us know how you go. Yeah, I got told, I can't remember who it was, but once you get on the, the discount train, it's a race to the bottom. Yeah. And um, that's not a way to make more money and have a better life. Mm. So it's an interesting one. So thank you to everybody that listens because you're partly responsible for this because for the last 
it's nearly three years now. No, it's not nearly. It's probably two and a half years because May, I think, is when I started putting Keep the Change content out. Yep. And listening to this, and we cracked past 10,000 listeners the other month in October, there was, I think, 11,000 unique listeners, which is pretty cool. Wow. And, you know, this podcast, we have 100,000, so it's not like, oh, my God, you know, this is fucking clock in the country, but that's where it's going to get to, hopefully. But without knowing that people need this content, I potentially wouldn't have done so much or mm. I wouldn't contribute so much of my week and my time to do it. And also, I want to lead by example and, as the Migos say, walk it like I talk it and display that this shit can be done and, and have you understand as well that I'm not perfect, that I'm not, you don't tune into this and think this guy's got everything figured out and he just, his life must be easy because, you know, mostly it is. Okay, that is quite fair. My life is a lot easier than it used to be. But... You did that. Yeah, and I've still got to figure out, okay, Luke, you've got to move from looking at yourself as like, holy shit, someone might pay a grand for this to, ugh, like, actually, that could have been 10 grand and they could have said yes. So yeah. I've got to feel my way through that process and understand my value and then I do the same thing and tell people, well, do that when you're going to ask for a pay rise. But then if I'm sitting here being like, oh, no, you know, I better just do it all for free because you know, like, you never know. And then they're going to be able to collect this income as well and then punch out more content around... Uh, this topic and around keep the change and then grow it out even wider. Then we can do another podcast on types of leverage. There we go. <laughs> and, and we bring in more people and more people learn and more people transform their life and they have a transformation. And it's just, yeah, it's it's just more value added to the to the country. And I think that is then why we get so rocked up when we talk about politicians and shit. Because like, well, they're just willy-nilly handing out cash uh, to try and win people over. And it's like, well, over here, we're trying to help people figure out how they can do it themselves. But one's really hard and one's really easy, right? But um, hopefully more people want to, want to do that. So the other sort of development in the space is that I went and spoke to the one of the people that when I spoke at this conference, I spoke after um, a dude... And he came up to me, and he actually messed me on LinkedIn. He was like, man, that was like out the out the park stuff. And so I said, let's have a beer at some stage because I want to learn from what they're doing. And I said, oh, you know, how'd you find that weekend? And we got, got yarning about the speeches and stuff. He's like, mate, I reckon you were the speaker of the weekend. But there will be people that didn't think that, and that's completely fine. It's not about that. So I was trying to understand from him, like, what did you get from that? And then he was trying to understand from me, how did you get so good at that? Mm. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm... Like, I've still got a long way to go. And that's the cool thing. I was just about to say, it was going through my head as you were talking before. I was like, but you right now, you feel like you're just getting started. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a di- there's, a, there's a different thing there. And I mean, we talked about it on the other pod that like the journey never stops. There's no finish line. You'll just, no. die, you'll just die mid-journey one day. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm like, I, f- I flicked the switch to go, I'm going to get better at this. And this dude's asking me, how did you get so good at this? Because yeah. he's like, I hate doing this and I don't, you know, but... But it was it was really interesting because he was saying, I'm really good at this stuff, but to ask me to do it in front of a whole group of people, mm. and I thought, I don't want to do that. Ask me to do it one-on-one, and I'll change their life. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. I've got to be careful um, then in business, because I'm thinking for Next Advisory, we just need to go bigger and have a bigger audience and then maybe do a big in-person event. But then when he told me that, I thought, for me, when I go to Phil and say, we should host a 200-person event and teach him about business, he's probably like, oh, yuck, I couldn't think of anything worse mm. because we're all different. And that's where you've got to map your skill set to the things that you're actually doing. Yeah, And, and the same thing um, in work and whatnot because we all get put into situations that we may not want to do. The other interesting thing that I saw that sort of relates to this is 
be careful what label you put on yourself because I saw someone this week post about how they're an introvert and I've been keeping an eye on this person's content for quite some time. And I thought, whoa, I would have thought they're an extrovert. Mm. And they did this huge post about how they went to a conference, uh, sorry, networking thing and it was really hard as an introvert and all this stuff. And I'm like, I would have never thought that that person was an introvert, but do not, like, do not label yourself as those things because you'll stay in them. And so, yes, you might have introverted tendencies or you might it might be hard to go networking and get around different people. But for most people, when you go into a new environment, it's it's nervy. You know, I go to speak at a school and I'm like, well, I'm a little bit nervy here, but I'm excited at the same time. Um, so be very careful just deciding that you don't like speaking or speaking up in a meeting because you've decided at some stage you did a profile test or you've heard someone say that they're an introvert and you're like, I feel a little bit like that. Like I'm, I'm one of those as well. Because I think we can be all of those things and mm. flex like when you want to be. I think you have to those. be really careful with labelling because it it allows certain things certain things to continue in your head and it stops other things from continuing in your head. Mm. Um, like if you say to yourself, "I'm an introvert," that's like allowing yourself to to you know stay at home, lock yourself in the in the office or whatever, and not do anything else because of that. You know what I mean? Like yep. if, if once you put a label on something, um, it's almost like providing yourself an excuse not to go and continue to push. Yeah, we usually use it for the negative rather than the positive. So it's not usually like, I'm an introvert. Do you know that, that means that I can sit at home and I can bust out 48 hours work without telling anyone and talking to a single person and have done an entire month's work in, yeah. in two days. <laughs> exactly. You're like, I'm an introvert. Yeah. I shouldn't have to do that presentation. I shouldn't be the one leading that. I shouldn't have to put my hand up and speak in this meeting. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing anything that's related to talking. Yeah. Why do we always use labels negatively? Yeah, yeah. So once you put labels on stuff, you have to be really careful. Mm. Um, labeling's an interesting one, eh? I think we could actually do a whole pot on labeling because it's something that we all do in our own heads. Yeah. And using labeling correctly and labeling certain things can actually unlock things yes. that you're going to do and move forward with and carry on. And um, yeah, it's a it's an interesting one. I went through a, a period in my business where I sort of like was like, oh man, I don't really know if I like mortgages and housing anymore and but then I was like and then I started labeling in my head and doing it and then I flipped it and I was like yeah I but like I fucking people. I love I love the meeting and I love business yeah and then it doesn't matter what the and and the outcome for the people right where you get to take them from where they are thinking I could never so buy a cool. home to like holy shit thank you Mike yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's like another of, bottle of champagne you big pisshead thanks yeah. for uh yeah yeah it was when like all the rules and stuff came in with you know and our hourly rate just went down to the floor because we were just doing so much more work to to do the same result. And I was like, man, I just lost control of a massive part. Yeah, we're forced to do it. I was like, I don't know if I like this anymore. But then you, but then I was like, nah, you've been a pussy, like, and you got to label it in a different way. And you just put the labels on, get back to it, I fucking love it again. Because if you're thinking <laughs> like that, then imagine how many others would be and wouldn't be prepared to take the steps to actually grind through it. Oh. Yeah. The text messages and stuff I was getting, turn them off, mate. <laughs> yeah. From other people in the industry, how much they hated it. Remove myself from chat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Put a positive label on yourself. But uh, the other thing I thought I might do, mate, I thought I might put like a, given that I've just gone publicly with this accountability of trying to build out 100K with a speaking income, is um, put a little counter at the bottom of the emails that go out on Friday for those people that may know. It's just basically like 8,000 or... 
13,000 or, or like it's whatever. It's got a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And then just like Luke speaking fees since the first of this day or whatever. Because I it's think there'll be some idea. intrigue of, yeah. Um, but what's cool as well is once you start going down this path, I was in the sauna yesterday and my brain said to me, why don't you send an email to every to the keep the change and just say, hey, I wanted to update you that I've decided to try and make 100 grand out of speaking in the next 12 months and I'm taking this more seriously and I've already booked a few days in 2023. Um, you can follow my progress. I'm going to put this counter down the bottom and I could just about guarantee someone would be like, could we get you to come and speak? You could almost say, do you want me to come to your work? Mm. So, you know, then it's, you start to put it out there further to, mm. to the world and you've got to step into those things sometimes and I think that's really hard for a lot of people because they're worried that what if they fail? Mm. I don't really worry about that because A, I don't care and B, I don't think I'll fail. So <laughs> <laughs> There is no plan B. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, like the only reason I'll fail is because I fuck it up. It's not going to be anyone that's reading Keep the Changes Fault. It's purely going to be me not taking the action required. Yeah. Because you've got people sitting me down being like, how did you get good at this? Can I give you five grand to come and speak at this? You're worth five to ten grand. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, I don't think so. Like, oh, I'm not sure. Oh, like think, it's only me that would yeah. butcher that. Once you can sell, it's pretty impossible to cock up, I think. I don't mm. think you can really lose. Like if your if your speaking goes really well, all right, and you make lots of money with it, that's mint. If it goes badly, then you'll be able to sell someone on here's what I did wrong. Good, I like that. You know, like it's impossible yeah. to get it wrong. Just constantly adding value. If, if you can sell, then you know, there's an answer that someone's looking for somewhere and you can take your money off, take their money off them and give them the value. Mm. Outstanding. Well, mate, I'll go and refine my presentation this week when I go to a small business conference and speak at that, see if I can get some people excited. And we'll keep watching the snowball get kicked down the old hill. But it's been a, a good start to the project. And in only a couple of weeks, I think, since we recorded that yeah, pod. It's pretty. I feel like I was just sitting here the other day when you said you are going to do it and... <laughs> Already got a fucking business. <laughs> uh, I feel good. lazy again. <laughs> well, I didn't really want to do this pod until I'd done the presentations to then be able to, because I kind of only count things in business when the money's in the bank account a little bit. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but um, they're quite they're spaced quite a way out, and I'm just like, oh well, let's let's just get this uh, get people a bit of an update as to the fact that um, that they're happening. And hey, if for some reason they were to get cancelled. Uh, because they listen to the last couple of pods that we've done then, <laughs> then you know, um, then it is what it is. I'm sure there'll be somebody else somewhere that would uh, book me in. But uh, thanks everybody for listening and for the encouragement as well. And, you know, you encourage me without actually realising you do. And when I see people sending in messages of how they've taken action or oh, man, uh, what so they've done, cool. yeah, it just fuels you up to be like, yeah, I will come sit here on a Sunday from, what are we, 11? So we've done 12, one, like five hours of sitting yeah. here. And we stopped and watched some punishing thing for about <laughs> half an hour and had some Subway. But anyway, productive stuff. or keep everyone updated on the journey. Good luck with everything that you're working on out there, people, in terms of side hustles or having a go at something or even just trying to step into another version of yourself. It's not bloody easy, but it's doable and you become very powerful through the process. Oh, there's my sister ringing. Get out of here. <laughs> there you go. There's my four o'clock. Like I talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Let's go. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Hey. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. You. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk like.